How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Remember when the beast becomes funny and has like frilly little things in his hair and it's like, oh. They're outside in the snow. They're being really silly. And he has that thin little waist. I love his dog waist. I'm kidding. (laughs) Yeah, I think you are into animals, right? <laughs> Welcome back to That's a Gay-Ass Podcast, the podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay? It's me, Eric Williams, and this week we have Greg Brown of ASAP Science fame. And when I say fame, I mean fame, y'all. Their videos have kajillion views. They're all over TikTok, Instagram, a million subscribers on YouTube. Greg and his boyfriend Mitch do ASAP Science. It's all about making science make sense. It's gay. It's hilarious. And this episode is fucking insane in the best way. But before we get into it, I have news. Remember last week I told you that Matt was potentially allowing us to get a dog after years of devastation and him saying no? Well, the results are in. And we got the dog, babe. Oh my God. So much can change in a week. And this is what went down. So uh, on Friday of last week, Matt went early in the morning to the shelter because the dog showed up that we had seen from Twitter at on the shelter's website. I couldn't go because of work. So his sister, who was in town, went with They call me being like, we need this dog. And I was like, okay, well, now I'm freaking out because I haven't even met him. Am I adopting a dog I haven't met? I just, the anxiety skyrocketed. So what we said was, you know what? I'm going to try to get an appointment for that day. Turns out they were booked. They could only do walk-ins for the next day. And they were saying that there's a chance this dog would be gone by them because he's exactly what fags want. I'm sorry, exactly what people want. He's 12 pounds. He's so sweet. So I did everything I could do to get an appointment for that day. And your girl did it. I worked the charm. I made sure to drop that. My husband had been there because, you know, we got to make sure they know I'm gay. And so I got in at 4 p.m. I walk into the shelter. I meet the dog. 15 minutes later, I'm signing the papers. He is an angel. And we do have a name. I would like to formally announce that I would like to introduce you to our dog, Freddie, my love, Lummis Williams. 
Or according to Matt, just Freddie. Um, I say Freddie, my love, because of the Grease reference. Matt likes Freddie because the guy who found him on Twitter called him Freddie because his nails were long like Freddy Krueger. I resent it. I, I know a lot of people are horror girls. It's just not me. I don't want to be like, here's my dog, the guy that kills people in a movie. I just, it's not my bag, baby. But whatever way you put it, Freddie is our love. And I just can't wait to be obnoxious for a little bit online. I really am going to do everything I can to like be obnoxious when we get him and then kind of just like calm it down and let him be the best thing that happened to me off camera. Another exciting announcement is I have decided to not put the merch up for sale just yet because I'm involving you and I need your help. My friends, I asked on the Gay Ass Podcast Instagram story about who made you gay and y'all delivered. So that means we're able to do something I like to call merch madness we're going to be doing a voting system to figure out which icons are going to make it onto the merch because the merch for gay ass podcast will tell the people around you who made you gay i'm going to post the design on the instagram story and also uh, the way to vote for the merch madness the top five icons or moments that can fit on the shirt will make the five final t-shirt designs If you are not a queer girly, do not worry. We also have merch for you that is so incredibly cute and iconic. I'm kind of surprised I haven't seen people wearing them everywhere. So go to the Gay Ass Podcast Instagram. Vote there. Rock the vote. I need your voice to be heard. And then we'll get them up for sale very soon. Let's get into this week's episode, though. This is Greg Brown from ASAP Science. You got to follow him and watch all of ASAP Science's videos. So informational, so funny. And y'all, science, they made it gay as hell. Let someone know you like this podcast. We're at Gay Ass Podcast on Instagram. I'm at Eric Wills. Check out Freddie as we welcome him home. And please enjoy this gosh darn ep. Oh my goodness gracious, looking sweaty and stunning and gorgeous is the icon that is Gregory Brown from ASAP Science. I have to tell you, we have had some scheduling snafus only because I think in, in, in the way that it's delayed the beautiful gratification of having you on this podcast. I'm so fucking excited you were here and thank you for doing this, Greg. I truly mean that. That's such a nice way of saying that I got COVID and then I was a mess. And then now I'm sweaty because I bike terror and I feel like a mess now. It's a really nice way of putting that I'm a mess, but we are not here. Thank you. I don't think you're a mess, actually. I think that you're just um, busy and had COVID. <laughs> yeah, busy and had COVID. My memoir. Are you um doing okay, babe? Yeah, yeah. I'm post-COVID. The antibodies are flowing. The whole world's opened up. So I'm in Toronto and we are obsessed with weather because, you know, Four Seasons City probably gets colder than a lot of parts of America. It's now currently hot. It's May. Everyone's losing their fucking minds. Everyone is like shorts out, tits out, nipples out. I'm biking everywhere. I'm like, this is what happiness feels like. They're like plastering their assholes to grass anywhere that they can. Honestly, people are, BJs are happening in public right now. I can tell you that all across the city of Toronto. Please come here. (laughs) I've actually never seen a public low job, I don't think, which is kind of an embarrassing thing to admit. And you host a gay-ass podcast? Come on! Who do I think I... I mean, have I? I'm sure I have. No, no, actually... No, I I haven't either. I actually take that back. I think I have. You know when you, like, watch porn and there's, like, the people giving blowjobs in the streets of, like, a party? 
Oh, yeah. Like I always find that very interesting. <laughs> I mean, interesting for the fact that you always see it happening. And then you also see like a, a, a 62-year-old uncle videotaping it also from the other side. Yeah. Also, people are casually having like a cocktail. Some people aren't even looking. I'm like, if I was in the vicinity of that, I could not stop looking. I'd be on weed for sure. And I would be like, <laughs> unable to not look away because it's like, what an amazing thing to see. I'm just I'm just always amazed at the casualness of all the bystanders. Well, there's the bystander casualite. There's also the videos of like park cruising. There's the yeah. car videos. There's yeah. there's just a lot of mechanics. I Uber, think. Uber porn turns me on. <laughs> this is the gay ass podcast, right? I'm like, I don't know what, the, what we're talking about, but that's what we're talking about right now. What a fantasy. Truly. You know what? In terms of fantasies, Uber is a good one. I've always had a grocery store fantasy of like, you're just perusing the produce. The next thing you know, you see a a hot guy that's like also perusing produce. And then you're like, let's get out of here. I'm so not horny in produce. I've never had that. I've never thought of that. So you're saying that like during the eggplant bonanza, you had no feeling. No, never cognitively did anything to my neurons. I never cared. (laughs) <laughs> I only want to hook up with an Uber driver. <laughs> or actually, I used to get, before weed was legal in Toronto, I used to, some of the few times I'd ever hang in close quarters with what were seemingly straight men was there were drug dealing companies that you would order the weed to your house and you'd have to go and get in the car with them <gasps> and then do a little drive and they'd give you the weed. And it always like reeked of pot. It always was a kind of a messy car. The guys were sometimes really cute. And I always was like, this is going to be the time. And I'd always flirt, flirt, flirt. But no, no, that's another fantasy. Also, once got in the wrong car, scared the shit out of a woman. I got in with such confidence, opened the door, was like, hey, she was like, what the fuck? And then like her husband ran out of the front door, was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I'm so sorry. I thought this was my drug dealer. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm doing an illegal transaction in yeah, another vehicle. I'm so sorry. It was insane. She had just got her kid out of a stroller. Like, it was crazy. You know what? That has happened to me one time before where I actually opened like a red sedan and um, saw a very scared child. But who are we? Who, who are we to not walk outside of a building, assume it's the stranger that's picking us up, but we go to the mm-hmm. wrong stranger? This, yeah. this, this should be forgiven more easily by the strangers whose vehicles are uh, entered into. It's when gay voice is a very powerful tool. Too. Exactly. It's you like, know, no, 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 no. Sorry. Oh, my God. You just elongate, elongate the ass. You just go with... Yeah. Sorry. Honestly. So... I've gone away with murder. I've literally murdered someone, but gay voice comes in. No, no Bam, bam. Sorry, yeah. bitch. They're like literally bleeding out of their head. I used to be so intense in university. Like if like a guy looked me the wrong way, I'd be like, you fucking homophobe. <laughs> and be like so insane. And I'd be like, what? You're going to hit me? Oh, the, you're going to hit a gay the guy. The bravery of you admitting <laughs> that you weaponized your homosexuality. I fully did. I fully did. I'd like hide behind my girlfriends and be like, oh, you're going to hit a girl. You're not going to give me a 20% discount target? You're homophobic. Yeah. You're homophobic. Also, like, there'd be straight clubs where you can't wear, like, tank tops. That was, like, a thing. But I'd always be wearing a tank top. And they'd be like, you have to get out. And I'd be like, homophobic box. And they'd be like, really? no. There's just a dress code, you idiot. And I was like, well, that's You're at so a five-star Michelin star restaurant. <laughs> I hate that, 
I mean, listen, it's we are being told what we have to be growing up. And if we can't wear a tank top, then that is a, stripping away our gay rights. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wait, since we are on the subject of hookups and hot men, I think I need to drop <laughs> the reference of the Jeff Probst nudity cake that you got mm. Mitch for his birthday. Wait, I also want to just like, uh, I know that l- listeners know, but you can, can I tell you how much of an icon you guys are? Like, Oh my god. For, like, it's so crazy how, crazy in the fact of just, like, you, you deserve all of the success, but how huge your stuff is. Your videos are incredible. You guys are gay excellence, genius excellence. And also, what I like about you so much is that you bring intelligence to a gorgeous horniness, which I find to be so relatable. You're hot and smart, and that's what the world needs more of. Oh my god, wow. I blush, I blush across my face. Well, listen, listen, That's it's very true. Nice. So that means I want to, so since I just had to get it out of the way, you got yeah. a cake of Jeff Probst nude <laughs> from, it was Mitch's birthday, right? Yeah, they wouldn't let me do full cock on cake. <laughs> uh, that was an awkward conversation with the cake people. They were like, I'd sent the image, they were like, we do not do this. We cannot do this gorgeous, <laughs> like, fully. Gorgeous. Full- penis i didn't know Um, see when you posted that i didn't know that picture was out there until you posted that and so i made uh, a quick trip to reddit and um oh my god it's it's legit right we think it's him yeah it's legit it's legit it's very posed so this is jeff probes nude you can definitely find it online it's actually quite easy google sometimes just puts it right at the top you know what i mean it's not even that hard where you have to go learn how to code and go into reddit or whatever right dig 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 um so mitch is absolutely obsessed with competition reality tv shows specifically survivor he's been on the canadian big brother he is like fully invested in these shows which i don't really watch so there's like a difference in that he loves survivor so much so yeah you can get images on cakes people it's 2022 and i was like oh i'm gonna get him a cake that's his happy birthday with jeff probes fully naked on it you just send the image they say we don't do uh full semi-hard dicks on cakes and i did think after all my friends were like you know there's like you know, a teen, like a 16 year old could be working at this cake shop. Like you asshole. True. So we cut it off at the pelvis, but I think it's, I think Jeff Probst and that era was absolutely sexy. And his dick is great. Great dick. And honestly, dick. even without the cock and balls, it, the cake delivers. I think it's such a hot pick. His body is yeah. slamming. I know it's a really weird dick pic because it's like, he's smiling. Like he's on a vacation with his family and he's pulling his dick. His dick is like going straight down, but it is hard. And there's a little like photo frame behind him. And depending on which nude you're looking at, people will change that photo frame. <laughs> Sometimes it's really funny. <laughs> Does he have foreskin or not? I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm like getting hard. Can we change this up? <laughs> Listen, when Jeff Probst is brought up, I know it's it's literally impossible not to have blood flow. Um, yeah. <laughs> so then can I then can I ask about how you and Mitch met? Yeah, so Mitch and I met uh, in university, which is like what Canadians call college. I know it feels like it's so it's so Harry Pottery. I love that. Yeah, there's some like weird. You guys like have call. I don't know. Whatever. Y'all are crazy. Um, we met at university. We were both studying biochemistry. I was out flaming gay man. Mitch was not out yet, and we were sort of like it was. It's very intricate cliche. Now we would 
get together and study our science textbooks together. Like we were studying for exams and yeah, it was just sort of an interesting time where I was like loud and exuberant and he was like, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't even know if I'm gay yet. And I was like, okay. Was there a lot of tension while you were studying? Like a lot of sexual tension? Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I was also just like, let's just go have sex. And he was like, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) So like, it was very just like one-sided, but like really fun. And then it just sort of evolved. And then we started to date and then we left university. I became a science teacher, which was always my dream. And he really was interested in like editing. We both have like a strong passion for art and science. Like my degrees in biochemistry, but also visual arts. I love to paint. Mitch is like an incredible musician, also an amazing like videographer and editor. So the whole ASAP science thing sort of, it's weird because we had all these things that we were interested in that we were like, that were really sparse and no one would ever be like, oh, you can make a career out of any of these skills. That's what's so crazy about you guys is that usually people are really good at the sciencey stuff or really good at like the artsy visual creatory things. But it makes me a little angry that you guys can do both because I was so I, I was like, I, I was a very big nerd in school, like was so obsessed with the grades of it all. But science always came really more difficult for me. Mm. Like I have a twin brother who did um, all the like most advanced chemistry classes. And I was like, so angry that i didn't have the mind to do that i was a better writer but like i couldn't do the science but like you guys can do it all do you what was your worst school subject please tell me you were like literally writing oh like i'm amazing like i'm like when you just said you're good at writing i'm like that's interesting because i literally hate tit english class it would be like like i was a bit of a high achiever too it's like the classes where i get my low 70s and i'd be like why the hell like yeah. i'd be like tell me why and they'd be like you know like I, I, what frustrated me, like oh. why I loved math and science was I knew the answer. And if it was wrong, I knew why it was wrong. Yeah. I had a hard time with the in-between and I could see objectively why other people who were better at writing, when I'd read their writing, I'd be like, damn, that was good. <laughs> but it's like, I couldn't understand how to like get myself there. It was always English. But even though I loved it, I was like, oh, we get to watch Romeo and Juliet in class. Like, Fuck yeah. Like I wasn't not enjoying myself, but I was very frustrated with my marks because I wasn't like not trying. Right, of course. And, yeah. It's very um Katie Heron and Mean Girls. Where she's like, math is a universal language no matter what <laughs> country you're in. That's <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful. I mean, kind of true. Unless an alien comes and it's like all your math is wrong, which I do think would be funny to watch all the physicists like shit themselves because they fuck the alien is smarter than us. Fuck. Yeah, like we were wrong about time and gravity. But <laughs> so embarrassing. But, uh, yeah, so it was definitely English. And I will say, like, my strengths in art are like are like painting. It's like it's not, it's none of that writing or grammar. I don't understand commas to this day. Like, <laughs> that's it. That's the stuff I was bad at. But I do really think there's a huge issue with the way that schools designed. It's a very huge societal thing. It's kind of linked to like, in my opinion, like misogyny of the way that science and art are like split and the yeah. way that like, it's, it's a, it's a big thing. Me and Mitch, like talk to like academics all the time about it. it's a huge issue. It's also why like, you know, there's not very many, like as gay men, we are usually like obviously more feminine. We're more drawn to quote unquote feminine things. And I think a lot of gay men also feel that sort of, unfair societal pressure that we're not good at math and science because it's always like you know nerdy bros that are good at it right so it's like it is it is not it's like an actual serious issue within like academia that people talk about a lot and i do feel like it's not surprising that a lot of gay men aren't like yeah like our audience for our youtube channel is like 
60, 70% straight men. And then there's us like, what the fuck? Like trying to figure out how to make these videos that work on this platform that's like incel vibes. So like, <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Wait, that is yeah. so interesting that the audience yeah. is hetero. I mean, the question, the, the question is begging to be asked of like, a little nature versus nurture of our like is the society telling young queer people that they should they're not good at yeah it's fully that like well they've done a lot like i mean it's it's all social science which like yeah. is a lot harder to have any definitive answers about which mm-hmm. is why awful misogynist men can like have their opinions and like find the arguments that they want to back it up what they think. Right. But a lot of the studies that I look to that are interesting are about places like Iceland where they do studies on a lot. There's a lot more gender equality and the women just like slay the men in math. Like they do, they do studies where they like actually teach things differently and like don't allow the types of like societal input that we all deal with into yeah. things. And the women do better. Like, women are obviously smarter than men we all know that like oh, it's not okay yeah Agreed. it's it's just it's like in my opinion it's fully societal 1000 percent. there's this really great book called the disordered cosmos that just came out by this like black woman who's who is an astrophysicist and she fucking goes in on all this stuff it's an amazing book you'll learn a lot about like the big bang and like the universe and these amazing things while simultaneously learning about how fucked up the sciences are oh my god i mean i can't i a can't imagine that b i i will go on record saying that i think only women should be leaders of uh Hmm. countries i think the supreme court should only be women i think um angela merkel we love nicola sturgeon the one the, the scottish uh prime minister yeah i'm obsessed there i saw her talk once and i was like Horny. she's so fucking cool and she wants to leave the uk and i'm like go off i'm a separatist okay i don't know i don't know what that means maybe i was just canceled in- i'm a separatist right. i mean i i could not tell you you're talking to the yeah. you're the smart one i'm the dumb she one. wants to leave and like she convinced me anyway she was great listen for all of the straighties that are watching <laughs> the youtube vids do you think that you are and feel free to give the brutal honest answer do you think any of them go into watching your videos like never knowing a gay person in their life and then maybe part of the they're like oh maybe i'm changing my Hmm. way that i perceive gay people i would be that's a gorgeous thought to have and i'd like to think that there's someone out there where that happens to be right so the interesting thing about youtube is that those videos are truly delivered around the world. So you get viewed by a lot of people in countries where like homosexuality is like not the same thing it is as it is in America. Mm -hmm. So predominantly our viewers are in America, Canada, Australia, Britain, English speaking countries, Mm -hmm. but also they caption all the videos pretty well. So it's kind of interesting. Like we do get a lot of comments from people that are like so deeply homophobic, but also really curious, like very much like, wow, I've never like, seen an open gay person talk about we did a video on like poppers like the science of poppers <laughs> and that was great that was like our i think our audience of men were like what the fuck and there were just people being like there was like interesting sort of moments where i was like i think these people are actually learning a lot and feeling more um yeah like getting a little on board with our messages in a way yeah. like, cool cool they probably didn't it's, it'd be hard to be exposed to this though. Well, that's the whole... The, what I have found as a uh, aged gay man, 
32, is that I forget how so many straight people and like the groups they run in literally don't know a single gay person. Yeah, and, like a lot yeah. of the things that we think are sort of widely known are completely yeah. like even when it comes to yeah. let's say poppers, even when it comes to like like I've talked to straight friends about open relationships and they are so incredibly yeah. scandalized by even the thought of that world. Yeah. Was it so you like with a group of queer people? It's fucking weird when gay people aren't in open. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean that, but that's a, like a, that's. But a it's kind of that group. in my group of friends. Like we're all like in open relationships. But I do also think there's a really important. Like I do think that we're gonna we're gonna get to a closing relationship trend soon. I think. And, of course. I mean, I think. But no, you're so right. Like it's like it's not even an interesting conversation in gay communities. But then straight people would probably like gossip gossip if that happened well i have to say that we had an amazing comedian on a few weeks ago sydney washington and i was trying to say that because open relationships are so much more common and like less stigmatized in the gay world that it feels like there's more trust and communication and like i feel like there's less cheating when there's more of a willingness to be open but she was saying that a lot of her friends who are open are completely messing around and there are there is a lot of cheating and the Uh only reason why i bring it up is because um obviously i won't give any specifics but i did hear of a crazy cheating scandal amongst open people and how do you cheat when what most open what i found out is that there was what um (laughs) i know my my friends listening i know my friends listening to this right now being like i cannot believe you're talking about this um there what i had heard in general terms is that the arrangement that was agreed upon Mm -hmm. had been according to two people what they thought was the arrangement but other oh. people were going outside of what the agreed arrangement mm. was, and it was complete. And for like years, it was behind people's backs. Wow. Okay. So yeah, no, that's true. These things involve communication, which can't be broken. But that just also, I think, proves that there are um, toxic people, no matter what community yeah. you're in. That's just for toxicity. sure. For sure. But it, but you're right about the straight thing. I literally the other day, so I um, spoiled brat over here. I got a canoe that I, I saw on the lake of Ontario in Toronto. My dream it's i've been waiting on a, a wait list for five years so i'm now freaking canoeing every day i'm obsessed i love bird watching canoeing birds let's go but i was waiting for my friend and i was watching like a volleyball like an intramural volleyball and it was just like hot straight person after straight person 25 years old they i feel like they just left university the girls are all cracking their vodka sodas the guys are like have pro literal protein like you know those big protein things. oh god yeah <laughs> i can't even say it um that's embarrassing um a beer and it was like they were so straight it was i was having i was like had my binoculars i was like i'm gonna fucking look at them through these like this was the Fuck most bird watching thing yeah they the way they talked the way they interacted the things they were wearing i was like these people don't know a gay person and i don't know them like though like the whole way that they were moving and talking i was like yeah that, that it is interesting i forget that this is mainstream society yeah and i and i'm like so out of touch like i was just like what are they talking okay, about okay this they- is we're, le- we're leading such parallel lives because i was at the beach recently and saw a gigantic group of like either collegiate or like very young people very straight all the gender hot. they're hot were they hot? so hot they're so, so hot and also i'm in california <laughs> and so like you're thinking about ca- yeah. california college culture it was yeah. like they were all just like ripped bodies but what's so funny is though is that all the men were hanging out with each other all the way yes. like there was such a separation it's like of a genders. dance it's like a high school dance I, yeah it was like very much eighth grade 1962 yes. film however 
the question became, A, how old actually are you people? Which I kept yeah, wanting us to ask them, but true. my friends told me that would be, quote, inappropriate. So <laughs> then um, I didn't, but they were, it was just exactly like a, like you were saying social sciences before. I yeah. felt like I was watching a, yeah, like, you exactly. know, when you're in school, and like, we're going to do an experiment of like, I mean, it put any like serious topic in here, but for this, I feel like I was watching lab rats just honestly straight and people. The way the men would shift their body language when they'd finally go to the woman, and the way the woman would kind of like skip over to the men, I was like, yeah. I was like, you don't need to skip. Like you were just acting so cool with your girlies. Ugh. Then all of a sudden, a guy comes. Like obviously, a super hot guy comes close, yeah. and now you're like changing and then i'm watching the girls like oh my god i was lit i was stoned but i was literally like i was like i didn't even want to go canoeing i just want to watch this and i made my friend watch for it and he was like this is fucking weird like let's go i was like okay sure. i'm picturing anyways, you're right. staring people, in the canoe some of them don't they probably don't know like we could be like we could we could make those girls laugh so hard by being like slay yes mama they would like lose their minds you're like, a fucking genius they never heard it yeah they're probably like slay they've never heard personality from a male person (laughs) um wait so that because you i often think about this for smart people like you because you know all the science behind poppers does that uh, inhibit or encourage (laughs) inhibit 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 that's why i that's why i i I truly have never um (laughs) had a sexual moment with a popper just because i read an article Uh, that you can get a blind spot in your eye oh for sure it is not it it's not it i can do a quick popper tutorial if you need it Essentially, it was invented to treat angina because they realized it does like it vasodilates um, certain blood vessels near your heart. So they used to actually give it to people and like they. In like the 1800s, like everyone was doing poppers um, because it was like a form of medicine that actually kind of worked considering it was 1800s and they were like bloodletting and like when people were sick, they're like, cut them open and let them bleed, like shit like that. It, was, it wasn't a bad idea for that for that time. But it really is very acute and it vasodilates your smooth muscle cells. So that's why it does cause a loosening of your anus, your vagina, your throat. And so like, that's all real. Like all that stuff that people are using it for is not, not real. But the thing is, is that essentially a really dangerous part of it is like GHB, Viagra. These are all vasodilators as well. And if you're using it with them, it's like extremely dangerous. And if you end up in the hospital having done those types of things, there's not really pharmacological solutions. Like it's, it's like a weird answer where people don't realize, like when you go to a hospital, there are things people can do, but if you're mixing, like a lot of the things that gay people are mixing, you've now done such kind of a complicated pharmacological thing already to your body. There's not much you can do to fix it. Like you're on your own, babe. It's really sad. That's why GHB is really dangerous. It's it. GHB is sort of like, a way of thinking about it physiologically is that it is a really intense, quick version of getting drunk. Wait, so what is GHB? Is, what's what do I? GHB is like a really what? popular gay drug. Is it? Do people Have call you, it GHB? Yeah, or G. G. Oh, I think now I'm, I'm like, are my friends fucking crazy? No, <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm, but I'm like a, I, I'm very L seven square. I'm very like, I love weed. I love I love weed. But like, I have like, I've never done Molly, which I here is fun but like i'm I'm just i'm just that girl that has has not done a ton okay so sorry to answer the poppers thing it's just like it's actually very strong it's very intense it's very it 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 can make you have a blind spot it can make you very sick it's not necessarily worth it it's also an like over long periods of times it can do like obviously like anything like physical damage to your brain that can be quite damaging so what do you as a doc as a doctor what do you tell people that want to loosen their assholes 
Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like, if you really, really need poppers, it's more, it's like anything. It's like do it in moderation or maybe, I don't know, lube that baby up, let them eat that booty like groceries for like an extra half hour. Why not? Yeah. Like that is just, just my opinion. It's just, and just when you learn, like if you, when you learn to look into the science, you're like this is fucking intense drug. Like, if I spill it on my skin, it burns my skin. Like no thanks. <laughs> So I do hear that very much. People are like, fuck, my my yeah. my messenger bag disintegrated. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like you're fucking like huffing that shit. But GHB is like it's it's a very popular like circuit party drug. I've never done it, but it is physiologically equivalent to a alcohol. So when you mix it, it actually can become quote unquote the date rape drug mm-hmm. when mixed with alcohol. Also, if you do that with an upper like ecstasy. That's another situation. And why a lot of people overdose from GHB is because they get to the hospital. And again, you're now having your, you're physiologically exciting your neurons while suppressing your neurons. You show up at the hospital. The way that they would fix that is to go one way or the other. And now they can't end. Oy, you literally die. So yeah. Dark sided, dark sided. Yeah. All, all this to say, be careful, girlies. Girlies. Be careful, girlies. Be careful. Well, listen, <laughs> I wanna I wanna tell you that so many lessons are already being learned. I'm but- like, I gave him a game on the gay ass podcast and was like, don't do poppers, don't do G. It's like, wow, downer. <laughs> no, not even at all. No, upper and downer, apparently. Upper and <laughs> downer. <laughs> So I got to ask the podcast question, which is mm. Greg Brown from ASAP Science. <laughs> Whose fault is it that you're gay? Who do we blame, Oh, my babe? God. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Celine Dion. <sighs> Do you know who also answered that? Really? There's other answers on that? Someone has already answered Celine Dion, but it's, you're in very good company. Who? Bowen Yang from SNL also said No way. Yes, he did, but also these are Canadians speaking their oh Canadian my gay God. truth. But I think that Bowen is from 
actually Quebec, right? Yeah, but is that? Uh, right, what... I'm not. I'm like, I'm like, damn it! He like definitely got in there. And has way more legit reason than that. <laughs> ah, no, I'm an Anglo-Saxon colonial asshole. Fuck. I mean, the French colonized too, but they colonized a uh, quote-unquote little bit better way. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, let's trade with the indigenous, whereas like my British ancestors were like, let's fucking murder everyone, <laughs> pillage, um, bitch. Yeah. yeah, devastating. Um, yeah. Oh my god, that's that is such good company. Now I'm it, like, yeah, we're just both intellects. Okay, leave us alone. <laughs> leave us alone. I do think though, Celine Dion is such a good answer. Do you was was it like a young age situation that you were always into Celine, or did it come? Oh my god, yeah, early men's. <laughs> so it's like even like pre horny for like the beast and beauty and the beast energy. It's like sure. I love Celine Dion. It's kind of like okay, well, that's gay. Before I was like horny for. Oh yeah, yeah. Culturally gay man. before sexually gay. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I absolutely know, but then, but yeah. then this. Okay, I need to know. A lot of people Chicken feel the that. <laughs> no, the, oh, I was like, <laughs> the feel question, that the question is about Beauty and the Bees. Were you more drawn to the Beast or Gaston? Oh, more drawn to the Beast, and also I like made a video that went crazy viral on Instagram about how like when the Beast became the human, I was like, ew, and then I was like, fuck, am I into animals or am I just gay? <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know how I like, missed that. Yeah, it was like, um, it was just some like transition on TikTok, you know, changing lives out here. But, um, oh, wait, yeah, oh my god, not like... Gaston. Gaston's toe was a sexual awakening for Mitch. The toe? Who isn't that into foot stuff considering, you know, when his toe comes out of his dirty sock at the beginning? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Beauty we... the Beast is hot. Okay, so it is very hot. <laughs> the Gaston covered in hair, the Beast also covered in hair. It's the really Beast just... is so hot. He is. Remember the, when the beast becomes funny and has like frilly little things in his hair, and it's like, oh, they're outside beast? in the snow. They're being really silly, and he has oh, that I, thin little waist. I love his dog waist. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I think you are into animals. Right? <laughs> no, uh, no, no, you're like in his cute puppy ears. I'm like, oh my no, god, no. related to Celine Dion, she sang the theme song. Hello, hello. She was always oh my there. god, she was. She was. There. And isn't that um? Wait, now I'm getting confused. This, the ending credits are also a version of. Um, certain as a certain. Yeah, it's like with her. Yeah, she the duet is so good. Yeah. The uh, funny thing is, is that you recently posted a foot pic on Instagram, um, <laughs> in refer in reference to gout. Yeah, um, I get you, gout. Did you actually have gout? Yeah, I'm like an embarrassment. Of how do you how do you, <laughs> how do you get gout? Okay, you're now making fun of me on your podcast that's so mean i'm kidding i'm literally <laughs> celebrating the gout i'm saying uh, like can we not talk about how i have gout what the fuck is wrong with you i'm kidding um so you get gout from eating hot so i'm now vegetarian i wasn't at the time also um, some people in my family have had gout i support your gout yes it is I i'm think a gout supporter first and foremost it is it, it it plagues the white colonial community. I think it's a hilarious thing to get. <laughs> apparently, it's back with vengeance with millennials who eat sushi. Like apparently, it's like it's it's high amounts of uric acid, too much uric acid in your body. It then gets trapped in like the small vessels of the extraneous parts of your like limbs. But obviously, your toes and your fingers are like where your blood vessels kind of like eventually like have to become the smallest and thinnest and spread out. So it mainly happens in your feet. And you'll like, I used to like, like I got it once after like being in New York and like going to some restaurant with my sister 
and just eating like steak and red wine. And there's just like certain things, primates, fear acid, fish, raw fish. That's why the sushi thing that people are kind of like getting it without realizing it. They think they're eating like a really healthy diet, but they're actually eating a diet that's actually quite rich in like uric acid. So you just have to like be careful about that. And so now I'm like vegetarian, vegan, I'm fine, but I am a gout survivor. <laughs> Literally, sort of gout awareness. I do feel yeah. bad that I'm making you just explain the drugs. No, but it's also, your gout. yeah, I know. But also it's like weird because it's like you, it, it, it uh, plagues people who are like more obese or older. Like I got like, you know, uncles who've had gout after their 60s. So the fact that I was like getting it was like really fucking weird. But we did test my blood and I did have high uric acid, but they didn't actually test my, ugh, this is awful, but crystals, like when you get gout, it's actually like physical crystals and they can put a syringe in, they'll pull it out. They'll put it on a Petri dish and be like, that's gout. They never did that with me, but can they, they were make pretty a bracelet sure. out of it. That yeah, a gorgeous hookah shell, which will which has got to come back. Everything's cyclical. We'll be in hookah shell territory. So. Yeah, there'll be closed relationships, and we're all going to be wearing uh, gorgeous. Yeah, necklaces. I'm seeing Avril Lavigne tonight. <gasps> That's Shut the fuck up! I have said that instead of Celine, they're both kind of French Canadian. They yeah. are, and you know what? I recently made a playlist out of like a sad moment. I wanted to hear some bops from before that would really censure <laughs> me. And one of the main songs I would repeat is "I'm with you." I'm with you. Yeah. I iconic song there's something about still that beautiful song. it's like is Joni mitchell writing this like what's happening here? yeah who's who's the actual writer credit it's just so oh it's the matrix <laughs> i'm obsessed <laughs> with avril lavigne it's the matrix and avril lavigne they also wrote miss independent for kelly clarkson wait and seriously all that shit was like for avril avril adjacent yeah. since you've been gone with an avril bob that went to kelly yeah, and know who also, I don't know, this is very Canadian. <laughs> like the only person who's going to get this is Bowen Yang. But <laughs> Chantel Krebiasic and Rain Maida, lead singer of Our Lady Peace, two Canadian musician icons are who wrote with Avril Lavigne and wrote Since You've Been Gone. And, wow. Uh, well, we, we thank them for their service because... Do you know who Our Lady Peace is? I absolutely do not. That is amazing! Ask any Canadian, we all know who Our Lady Peace wow. is. Do you know who Chantel Krebiasic is? bless you this no, is so fucking great okay anyways i'm in People, a, i'm a dumb american if you know you know if you know you know <laughs> if you i y k y k i don't k y k i was that wrong this is gonna um, be that's funny. a gay ass canadian podcast Honest. okay but no i love celine dion and uh, i love whatever. celine do you um <laughs> were you were you a titanic person oh my god was anyone not i don't at know at that time Probably that'd be not. so boring can you, can you imagine like, someone who it like, wasn't actually that that fucking masterpiece wasn't that good <laughs> kate winslet's not a good actor Pardon. oh my god also when people say who's your favorite actor i say kate winslet i love kate. did yeah. you watch mayor of easttown loved Thank like god. i'd say the show six out of ten kate winslet in the show brings it nine to ten nine out of ten do you know what i mean like she is why that show is good i'm really thinking back on this i i think 7.2 yeah, like it's like it's a great, it's a good show, but it's just a great show because, because of, of Kate. Kate Winslet. You know what I mean? And the accent, the accent yeah. brings it up another half point. Okay, once now I'm just like this is just how I I just talk like insanely. Please. Once I had to do this really cool Greenpeace like anti oil activist trip to the Arctic to stop the Canadian government from essentially seismic blasting for oil in Indigenous waters. I did it with. Emma Thompson and her daughter and some other people were on this like tiny ship and Emma Thompson's daughter was like <laughs> she like had her phone we were like on the ship she was like 
oh yeah, like just got that from uh, Kate's Scottish house right before coming here. It was absolutely <gasps> gorgeous. I was like, Kate, Kate, huh. Kate. <laughs> and she was like, Kate wins that. Yeah, I snacked it. And I literally played dumb. I was like, Kate wins that. Yeah. Oh yeah. You did yeah, not yeah. play dumb. And I was like, I, 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 I became a full on psychopath. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's great. Yeah. Some of that. Yeah. Oh my God. What, what's her house like? Scott, Scotland. What's that oh. like? She's like, Oh, Oh, it's great. It's great. Yeah. Like, and she gets her phone and starts showing me photos. I'm like, Oh, that's really cool. It's really cool. Cool. Cool photo. Oh, it's a really big house. Oh my God. Like, can I see? Greg, you're I, like, a sociopath. The, I fact literally, that you, the fact that you could do that with a straight face while seeing Kate wins a Scottish house is un. I lied to get access to photos of Kate wins less. Love wins that Scottish home, and now I'm like, am I gonna get sniped? Like, should I not have said? I think no. I think what I'm, <laughs> what you're proving is that you you could be a serial killer, and no one would know. <laughs> yeah, no, it was crazy. Like, like no huh, one Kate was Hill? around. Pardon? Yeah, I told Mitch after he's like, that's really fucked up. I was like, I know, I don't know, it just happened. <laughs> but honestly, it's also very smart because you were in survival mode. All you wanted to do was see those photos, and mm-hmm. you did what had to be done. And just like I saw, there, she was like, these are her shrubs. I was like, gorgeous shrubs. Gorgeous. Wait, shrubs. you're what bearing the gorgeous. lead though. What was it like to be on a small boat with Emma Thompson? Oh, so that's that's so interesting because I only really knew her from Angels in America. She played the angel. I didn't okay, have. Drag. I didn't. Ha- yeah, sorry. I'm an intellect. I was going to say. I choose the same things as the intelligent Bowen Yang. Um, <laughs> what about Love Actually? So I actually love Love Actually. True. Okay, thank um, you. Sorry, I think that it was more like when I wanted to sort of, you know, shoot the shit with her. I was like, oh, I love Jenny Angels in America. But um, I didn't have this sort of like cultural obsession with her. And uh-huh. since then, I've sort of like noticed she's absolutely hilarious. She does these, she's very, she's exactly who she is in those kind of interviews mm-hmm, that you mm-hmm, see, like, mm-hmm. which is really refreshing. See what she was so exuberant she was very aware of her like position in the sense that she obviously was there to bring awareness and she said she was just so like nice to everyone so gracious and such an actor like i mentioned that i like angels in america and i guess the director had recently died and she like grabbed my hand she's like you know michael passed away recently (laughs) and like and the thought that a young gay man has been moved by such a piece she like started to cry i was like oh my god like like you know like i'm like i'm not like that i'm like I can, I can talk like this, but I'm not emotionally open. Like she, it was just like she was oh just like letting God. it flow. She I am she beaming. Was, this is such a good story. Yeah. I'm on the boat with you right now. With yeah, she, it was kind of like my hand. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Like it was like I I felt like a little weird because I was like I don't know how to interact <laughs> with people like this because like I'm like what the hell you're, like, I'm sta- not you're staring into her tear-stained eyes and you're yeah like, i was literally like or actually like i don't even like that movie that much like i don't know like Tom, <laughs> like it's okay you don't need to cry you're like put the walls but up she, girl put the walls up she also would drink a cup of little she would have gin in a mug every night before bed that is such a <laughs> that is such a british yeah. actress thing to do just, yeah. uh, just a cuppa a little cuppa but i am sc- scarred because we went to this like gorgeous like fjord and it was really cloudy and me and mitch had to get back to film the video we were going to release and then also make this video with like bill nye plus i had a wedding essentially if we weren't there they would have obviously stayed for like the mist to pass so that you could see this absolutely gorgeous fjord in the arctic that no one will ever be able to see again (laughs) and it was like this sad meeting where we were like we gotta go and emma thompson was like yeah you're sure you gotta go oh and I was no like, you stole yeah, emma thompson's fjord she was like i hope your wedding is like i hope that you're really close with the person you went. like it was like it was it was no it wasn't that mean but it was like i still come <laughs> sometimes wake up at night and i'm like i stole like a gorgeous travel experience from emma thompson and her daughter <laughs> but who who among us doesn't have moments where you wake up in a, a wet yeah. sweat night of sleeping 
You're like, yeah. oh fuck, I stole Emma yeah. Thompson's Fjord. I stole Emma Thompson's Fjord, but she was she was great. She was exactly who she I was. Lo- and since I- then, I've really sort of like watched more of her and watched her interviews. Like, ah, oh, she's she's super cool. I'm glad to because when you find out when a celebrity like that is not cool, it is yeah. truly yeah. a hit. It could have it could have been bad actually she said something interesting was she was the first person to ever say that she thought hamilton so so she said hamilton it was good but there's a lot of male energy i thought there could have been more feminine why not have women play the men and i kind of was like at that time like girl you're canceled don't come for hamilton but since then i'm like huh she was we can say what, white feminist queen white feminist queen and honestly <laughs> like as problematic as it's been like talking poorly about lin manuel miranda i think is okay i'm okay with that oh you're one of those eh? i love him it's even though I, it's not that i dislike him, him it's that that i love his work and i dislike the centering of himself in some yeah. of the things that have become it's just like we're saying things are cyclical yeah. i have lin-manuel cycles where i'm like listening to and watching moana every day hamilton oh stuff and then and then i see him pop up in a cameo in the heights i'm like get the fuck off the screen even though he literally wrote it which i, love. I know it's just the cycle. but it is annoying because he's it's just like you don't need to sing the song there's so many people can sing the song there. exactly also moana i watched that recently my nephew it's like disney's insane like that whole message of that of that movie is like nature is beautiful we must preserve nature and then i'm like they're just like having a thousand bangladeshi kids make little moanas like it's just like it's like so menacing i was like this is so amazing that my nephew gets this message and then i was like wait a second like now i'm gonna buy him a moana like plastic doll like what the fuck they're lying to us at least toy story was like just about suburban white people. Like, I don't know. There's something menacing about this. I didn't even think about the merch. Fuck. The merch. The Moana merch. It's like, there shouldn't be Moana. There better not be Moana merch. And if there is any merch, you better be making it sustainable and all the money is going to saving me. But it's not. It's not. <laughs> Disney is sometimes black girl cast lighter (laughs) um i could watch moana every i sometimes with my nephew i'm like i don't know do you want to watch moana and he's like (laughs) we just did and i'm like yeah but we know the way (laughs) um i do want to ask another podcast question greg Mm. which is if the world was ending and you could only (laughs) save one character actress who would you save oh my god but can i say kate winslet you can like is that a care but i've always kind of like crossed my eyes and gotten a migraine when people are like that's a character actress and that's not like, everyone is triggered it. i'm le- the more and more I what do does this that podcast, mean the, the more and more i do this podcast people are triggered by the, the question about character actress it, it's literally a female it's that it's kate it's kate's yeah. a character the fact that kate did an accent that like intense on mayor yeah. that's a that's a character that's actress because it. it's it's a, it's just someone who can show up and like morph yeah, yeah exactly the, yeah that's you know <laughs> the second you said that i went into a show that i'm currently watching on hbo it's this the the new version of the staircase with tony collette um, oh okay that the staircase me, was that documentary right it's the documentary but the insane but it's a real Durham, North Carolina woman that was found in a bloody mess at the bottom of the stairs, and the husband says she fell, but they're like, wait a minute. So they made it into a dramatic. Now it's like a a scripted series on HBO. And it is just in, I mean, it's just the whole story is insane, like face value, what actually happened, and then then now dramatizing it the way they because there was a documentary made about it while the trial was happening so in the scripted version you see the documentary crew like around his dog wow. it's just like a very 
very meta insane and also the question still is begging to be asked what the fuck happened to her oh my god and so tony collette is killing it is her point like that's a character she's actress. killing it she's the yeah, yeah exactly she she to me is transforming into this like the kate rich... wins that of australia she's the australian oh no kate blanchett might be mad about that what's with kate wow we should call her yeah I'll imagine i was like oh maybe i'll call kate Winslet after this. sorry i'm gonna text her we hear on the microphone here. <laughs> So like okay, it's definitely I'm definitely just gonna say Kate Winslet. I think that's a gorgeous because answer. I already said that. It's a great answer, and I think Kate Winslet. Also, I think as a, a on a human level, I bet you Kate is a great time. Oh my god, for sure! Remember she carried like some old man out of a burning building. I the, don't. She, it was like okay. I hope to God this is true and not like a Daily Mail. I was like. <laughs> wasted and went on daily mail or something but okay you know like the virgin galactic guy <laughs> the elon musk of like 10 years ago what's his name oh he yes, like yes, owns yes, virgin yes. he also was a, a shark on shark tank for a second i was like a guest like richard branson or something yeah yeah something about that i think she was dating richard branson's like <gasps> nephew or something weird she was uh, she was on richard branson's island the house is burning down she's dating some millionaire the millionaire's grandma's in the house she Goes in, carries the grandma out of that burning house. Bless. So wow. now you need to fact check this. Everyone needs to, everyone listening needs to fact check this. But I believe this to be true. <laughs> okay? And where's so that movie? Where's that yeah. movie? Where Kate Winslet carrying her millionaire boyfriend's <laughs> yes. burning grandma up grandmother out of, out of a private home. island burning, burning home. home. Yeah. That takes me to a movie I watched on the plane recently that is M. Night Shyamalan's Old because I wanted to watch it. Oh, I kind of like I've heard some hilarious lore around this movie. Wait, what's the lore? Okay, well, first of all... Like that it's actually funny. (laughs) Oh oh my god, it's so funny because I was telling a friend that I think the actual conceit is is based off a book, which is a smart, crazy conceit. You go to an island and then it makes you old in about four (laughs) seconds flat. You're like, fuck, that's... Oh my god. That's crazy. Their bodies are changing. Like the girl gets (laughs) pregnant within about four seconds and then gives gives birth to the baby five minutes later. Like it's truly unhinged. But then the acting is so hokadoo. <laughs> also, my favorite part of the whole movie is that they, of course, have different actors playing the people at different ages that are speeding up fast, but their accents change with every new actor. So you're like, wait a minute, how did they gain? <laughs> you're like accent? actually lost. You're like, I actually don't know who that like, is. Wait, who are they playing? Oh yeah, it's God. like it's just it looks like a student film that is a, a, an hour and forty minutes that had a crazy budget and just was. I not... love that he's just still keeps. It's just like signs was just so too good <laughs> that we're all just like, yeah, make another one. You know what? Try we'll again. Give, try again, girly. We'll give you. Oh, another... people get super old real fast. <laughs> Write the check. Paramount. And the poster for the movie is like the girls with <laughs> yeah. feet in the sand. Yes. One of them's yeah. like her gorgeous young foot, the other one's a skeleton. Yeah, I've literally seen people on Instagram be like, this movie's jokes. Like, like and just like that image of the leg and being like, huh. And okay, think- so I, I still am just like, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck Bo and Yang said about Celine Dion, but I know it was better. I feel like I haven't said enough. So obsessed with Celine Dion, obsessed with Celine Dion, like everyone should be. Apparently, have you heard about her new movie? Elite? No. Okay, so she has, it's not her new movie. It is a French, real France, sorry, Quebec. Now Quebec wants to separate. I don't want Quebec to separate from Canada. I'm not a separatist in Canada. I'm a separatist solely in Scotland. So it's a French 
the mainland France movie, apparently quite a high budget, where this comedian, a really funny comedian in France plays Celine Dion, oh, but they couldn't yeah. get the proper rights. So, so Aline. Aline, all the songs, instead of like, I'm alive, it's like, I'm happy. Like they like, they <laughs> sing the same songs, like with the same tunes, <gasps> but they decide instead of getting a different actor to play her when they're older, they CGI this woman's face onto a child actor. And apparently it is like cats, like insane ass, like creepy CGI that doesn't work well. That's like really insane. And the whole movie is obviously like apparently pretty funny and interesting, but actually quite a blockbuster success in France. But this like uncanny valley of her face on a child actor. I like, I need to see it. It's not out in Canada yet. Is it supposed to be funny? Um, I think, well, she's a, from what I've read, the person playing her is like a comedian. So like, I don't know if it's supposed to be funny, but I know it's just like a really harsh take. And I've read like some funny, like con, like post, or as we say in America, cans, some post con, like people who were writing like as much as like the gorgeous new, like, I don't know, like Xavier Dolan feature was amazing. I cannot stop thinking about this fucking Aileen movie. Like they were all just like, and it was crazy that they put her face on a kid and it was a choice and it was like impactful even though it might have been funny and we don't really know what the intention was it was like you know what this is is a fucking cult classic in the making yes in the making and apparently there's some backlash because it is like was she groomed by renee but i must say renee and celine i mean together until he died you can't say that about many hollywood couples also i saw celine dion in las vegas three days before renee died Shut up. And we were there re-scrolling Twitter. We're like, come on, buddy. You can't die. She's going to cancel. She did it. It was her last <laughs> performance before he died. Not that I was thinking like that, even though I just admitted that I was. And <laughs> no. she was incredible to the last dying, his last dying breath. <laughs> Your hits keep on coming with the devastating situation, <laughs> yeah. circumstances yeah. of how you saw Celine Dion. Yeah. And she sounded gorgeous till his last dying breath. And it was my first concert. Toronto Molson Amphitheater. Parents got me tickets, cried when I got them. Greg. They still needed me to come out to them, even though I bawled <laughs> my eyes out when I was in grade seven. You're weeping shoulder shaking at a Celine Dion yeah. concert. And I-, I have a strong memory. Sorry, this is my Celine go off. I have a strong memory of, you know, the song with um, Yo-Yo Ma, like, I've been waiting oh, yeah. for you here. Okay, so there's a famous pause in that song where she goes like, I've been and yeah. i was like i was like there as a kid and it was like i remember i was on the grass we're like way far back and i forgot about the pause and it was like happened and i was like what? like screamed it and it was like i just remember all the like 40 year old women around me with their wines like losing their fucking shit laughing in my face i was so embarrassed and i'd run to the front my mom was at the back i ran back to my mom i was like i fucked up <laughs> I said, waiting for you way too early. I love that you told your mom, though. I would have kept it to the grave. I actually <laughs> I actually thought you were going to say, I've been. And then during the pause, you're like, I'm gay. Wait <laughs> for you. Like, what What has been uttered during that pause? Only God and Celine Dion knows. It's such an incredible pause. Such an incredible song. It, also, have I, you seen the movie Mommy by Xavier Dolan? No. Hey, gotta go watch that movie right now. You're a culture queen. Now I'm feeling yeah. like I have such gaps in my null. Well, it's a French-Canadian movie, That's but fun. it is an incredible movie. He became a very famous director. He's a gay Canadian director. Became very famous after this movie. But there is a scene in it 
with Celine Dion's on the Change Pas that will you'll never forget. It's beautiful. I just want to hear you say Change Pas again. On a Change Pas. What is that? Like an absolutely stunning Celine Dion song. I'll send it to you after this. Oh, and there's okay. a dance scene where this I'm going to start crying. You have to watch Mommy. This is a Canadian CanCon episode. Canadian can con and go okay. listen to Our Lady Peace while you're at it. Oh my God, the the, the things you're doing to Canada right now, I, I they're going to not separate because of this. <laughs> um, like me pretending I know anything about anything political. No, that worked. Um, so before before we have to close out soon, which I fucking detest. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you a question that I have not prepped you on, which is, my dear friend Greg Brown from Aesop Science, what is the best Whoopi Goldberg film. Oh my god. Cultural blind spot. Cultural blind spot. I'm like, the view? I'm like panicking. <laughs> uh, you actually are some. allowed. You are I feel allowed like to... everyone probably said Sister Act, Sister Act 2. Which okay. I pretend that I like know more about like than I do. <laughs> well, you've seen Sister Act 2, right? Please tell me you have. Yeah, I have. But then I'm like, have I just... I was obsessed with Lauren Hill, and I'm like, or have I just watched Lauren Hill montages? Like, I like, you know what <laughs> But I mean? that's why I was obsessed with Lauren Hill, is because of that movie. Mm. Specifically, I was song, obsessed with Lauren Hill eyes... because Rosie loved Rose. Lauren Hill. Oh, Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie anything O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell said to do, our family did. Including go to New York right after September 11th to help bring back the city. Oh my so, god, yeah. you did that? I saw Ground Zero quite ruined okay oh my god you went to literal oh, ground like, zero literally my parents are like very frugal and like never we never traveled and rosie o'donnell was like we need to build that in new york we got on a plane it was like yeah it was like a month after september 11th. like it was like did you see a broadway show um we must have but we weren't we weren't like swimming in money so i don't think we did well, rosie we is did such try a to get on girl. rosie yeah, we almost got on Rosie O'Donnell. So we were kind of there to do was to go on Rosie O'Donnell, but we didn't quite make it in. And I don't think that we saw a Broadway show, but we did see Ground Zero. And that's all that <laughs> matters is that you went and to the most devastating spot in New York at the time. It was my first flight, and it's such a close flight. And from Toronto to New York, when the plane landed, it was like, I was like, we, we essentially like went up in the air and went back down. And I yeah. assumed it was a four hour flight. So when the plane <laughs> landed, I thought we crashed into something. And I screwed. I'm like, what the fuck? And then my parents were like, no, we landed. Because I was like napping. I'm picturing, I'm picturing an 11-year-old screaming on the plane as they land. Everyone around you is also not freaking out because they're hearing screaming. Well, it was that weird time where like people were like weirdly yes. not going to New York because they like thought it was going to happen again. And my parents yes. were like, that's not going to happen again. And Rosie's telling us to go. Let's go. So I was like, it was scary. Like there was no one on the airplane. And I was constantly like, we're going to crash into a building. And then yeah. You have so many gorgeous memories of you shouting amongst the crowd and i yeah. think that <sighs> this is me this is me completely like not having an answer to the whoopi goldberg thing you said the view you said sister act two you said <laughs> lauren hill you did your job <laughs> but like what are answers to this i feel why don't sister I know act enough? two is the answer that i always fish for because it's my favorite movie of all time so like what is it like ghost people say ghost people say color purple people say and then sometimes i'll pull in a, a random whoopee film like the associate i still haven't watched it even though multiple people so why are you asking this is is whoopee your kate winslet yes whoopee is my kate winslet i oh. she is my okay i haven't told anyone this because it hasn't come up until right now i was just <laughs> in, i was just in new york city do, i doing my first visit since i moved from there seven months ago and oh, i saw sorry. A, 
Sorry. <laughs> and so I saw a Broadway show that doesn't need to be Which named. One? Okay, well, uh, <laughs> I, I I saw two shows, and I publicly want to say that Broadway is the, the 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 moment and needs to be supported. It was I saw Into the Woods with Sarah Bareilles, Neil Patrick Harris. Um, it was un. It's apparently rumored to go to Broadway. It was like a concert version. It was unbelievable, unbelievable, wow. unbelievable. The other Broadway show I saw was <laughs> Funny Girl, which was a show. And so... Um, Wait, was it, isn't there someone famous in that? Beanie Feldstein. No, I thought that person who everyone loves was in that again or something. Wasn't Bette Midler in it? She was bit? in Hello, Dolly. You're also... Oh, I know, I know. You're I also, know. Maybe, are you thinking of um, Sutton Foster doing The Music Man? No, I'm I'm not I'm realizing I don't know what I'm talking about, but I do, okay? I called it. Keep going. You called it. Um yeah, she's doing Funny Girl and the reviews were just heinous and um wow. we had bought tickets, purchased tickets before the reviews and That's um it was also sucks. the day after the Tony nominations came out where the show received <laughs> literally one and they thought they were going to get a billion because they have all these celebrities in it and it's like one of the only revivals. They only nominated oh, no. three revivals for best revival and Funny Girl was not one of them. So I love that they actually are like where the tonys and yeah it was bad sorry we're not even gonna literally like like beanie didn't get one um jane lynch didn't get one oh no Um, it just and so i was wondering if it was gonna feel like a funeral sitting in the audience of the show because like it did did. i was surprised that the audience rallied for them they really did and like that is actually a really cool experience it is cool and also beanie like beanie Beanie performed the show and like i was like (laughs) is she gonna call out like (laughs) the crazy the crazy small world thing is that i went to college with the girl who is beanie feldstein's standby so she performs the role when beanie is gone and secretly my husband and I were wondering if Beanie was going to call out and then our my friend was going to oh, that'd be kind of fun. perform, but she ended up not. Um, but there have been some bootlegs going around of her, the, the standby singing. The, it's good. And, and it's great. Go right, oh. great, 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 great. But the reason I bring this show up is because I walked out of the theater and I literally heard this like elderly white man go, I just saw Whoopi Goldberg. And I was like, ah! <laughs> I was like, you're fucking kidding Fuck! me. Shit show! I could have seen Whoopi Goldberg. She was, yeah, she was across the street singing another show. I forgot. Oh, it was um. Oh, that's so was New it York. A Strange Loop? Was it the? Oh, a Strange Loop! I love that musical. I loved it. I saw. I've like, listened to that. It's like, a so. Lot. I've never good. seen it. Sorry, I've never so seen it. I, I saw music. it off Broadway before, like not long before we um before the pandemic, and it was insane. And I hear the Broadway show is even more insane and, and incredible. Wow. I think it's going to win everything. Um, but I was kind cool. of wanting to see it again. But Matt was like, "Let's see Funny Girl." And I was like, okay. So I barely missed Whoopi Goldberg after Funny Girl and I, like all the cells in my body were like, oh my God. That's why that's, that's why New York's so great. You can run into Whoopi Goldberg on Broadway. I did run into her at a Columbus Circle. She was shopping for candy and I followed She's so her. interesting because I'd love uh, to say she's someone you should say hi to, but it's like, maybe not. Oh, I did not. I did not. Yeah. I, I, I truly feel in my gut that I will be able to one day. Like I just, yeah. I, I just really It has to be the right context because she can like, it does. She can like go off on the view sometimes, but they all can. She's a force. She is. I saw her at a screening of the Sister Act like anniversary. I forget how many years it was. Uh, My friend got me a ticket to this screening where she showed up and i it was just an out-of-body experience but again i would not dare go up to her until i'm like doing a like once she realizes yeah. i have worth then i'm gonna say something to her yeah 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 yeah. that's all of our dreams <laughs> oh my god so i think actually this brought up a gorgeous conversation about Whoopi, and i think that you actually answered yeah now i get it now i get it now, now you i get, get it. it i need um, to watch more Whoopi Goldberg movies. 
I agree with that. I agree with that. And I need to watch more French Canadian things and listen to more. Mummy by Xavier Dolan. Mummy by Xavier Dolan when she gets in the Saint Georges Chapelle. I forget what you called it. On a on a change Oh my god, it's one of the best Celine Dion songs. Wait, are you a good singer? No, I think you are. Mitch is a really good singer, so he like teaches me. Me saying no so quickly. No, I'm not a good singer, but I like to sing. Like I sing all. I sing and I dance. All the time. So are you saying that there's going to be a time when we're going to be singing and dancing high together? Yes, I hope so. Where do you live in LA? I do. Okay, yeah. We have to go to LA a lot for work. Thank you. Where in LA? Where in LA? I'm on the east side. I'm right by Silver Lake. Oh, nice. Awesome. Exactly where we like to stay. Oh, big place. God. Big place. We love. And you know what, Greg? We're going to be twirling, screaming, and dancing in that Akbar. Akbar. Literally. Literally. Good gay bar in the world okay <laughs> oh i can't fucking wait that was um, hyperbolic beef, beef, no it, it is the best in the world i agree i was there it's right it's night. honestly a really cool game art. it's so good and people talk people talk it's so nice and there's a jukebox listen <laughs> greg i don't want to take too much of your busy time where mm-hmm. can where can people follow you so asap science is predominantly a youtube channel but we also have instagram tiktok blur my personal uh social media is at whale watch me plz um doesn't quite roll off the tongue whale watch me please. Um, many people have told me to change that but i love whales and i will not um and so nor, nor should you i think it's i think it's stunning and your presence is gorgeous social media <laughs> and beyond um, I can't thank you enough for doing that's a gay ass podcast. It was fun. I love talking about gay shit. Are you kidding? It was such a dream. And Greg, I'll see you at Akbar. See you at Akbar. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.